well. Good mornings. Good morning, sunshine. This is the Horror Throwdown Podcast Fraser Edition. We take a Brendan Fraser movie and pair it with a horror film released in the same year and then see if Brendan would survive. I'm Joseph Kincaid. With me, as always, is uh, my old confidant, Francisco Navarro. And then, Jesus Christ, speak of the fucking devil. Is he here? Guess, guess who just entered the waiting room after we've been waiting for 25 minutes? He's getting Haley a firm. Joe Osman. <laughs> yeah, we got we got Haley Joe in the episode today. Joe, baby. He's getting <sighs> producer Trunks is getting a firm lashing. I was sitting here staring at my phone. I don't know how I didn't see the message come through. I'm sorry. I didn't do that. We were just here chatting, which is fine. Okay, good. But all right, everyone. Now the gang's all here. This week we're we're jumping back. We're we're getting into we're getting into Fraser territory again. And after this week's movie, I fucking regret it. This would have been a this would have been an ideal week for one of those random mashups we've been doing. Uh, so we were doing the year 2006 with the Brendan Fraser and Michael Keaton led the last time, with uh, pairing it up with the Jimmy Simpson and Frankie Muniz iconic horror film Stay Alive. How you guys doing? You want to do a check in? You want you want you want the fans to know how you're doing? I'm here. It's currently 8.37 on a Sunday morning. So okay. tell us how you tell me how you really feel. I feel good. I should be so hungover right now, but I'm not. And it's magic. Like it's I don't machine. know. I don't know what happened. It's just weird because you sound and look like shit. Well, Whoa. that's just my standard. Damn. <laughs> this is the early morning cast. We got we're this whole episode's gonna be full of hot takes because I cannot emphasize this enough. Just when I thought Furry Vengeance was the worst brand new movie we saw. We watched Younger and Younger. And then just when we thought Younger and Younger was the worst Brendan Fraser movie we saw, we watched The Last Time. Oh, my God. And I still think, you know what? No. I think I firmly stated that Younger and Younger is the worst Brendan film we've watched on here. I think this movie firmly takes its place. Younger and Younger at least had some, like, wild fucking, some... Yeah, some was, sort of redeeming quality. There were some farp, some fun, fun parts. Yeah, I like de- even the things, definitely some farps. The things we hated about younger and younger, I feel like were still somewhat interesting. Like there was a crazy sex scene on a zoosophone or whatever it was. Oh, Donald Sutherland just railing someone on a fucking xylophone. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck it was, that old circus piano. Uh, Wurlitzer? I think it was a Wurlitzer. That sounds right. Know. I don't know. Yeah, it's German. I, going at it, going at it so hard, his fucking wife downstairs has a heart attack. I know. Right. That movie was awful. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole episode we dedicated about that movie. So go back, yeah, go, back go and check, check it out. out. <clears throat> but this movie, goodness okay. gracious! So the last time released in November, I don't want to look up the date, 2006. Um, it's about a salesman played by Mal Keaton rediscovers a lust for life after falling for the fiance of his new business partner, played by Brendan Fraser, who was a Midwest transplant trying to find his footing in New York City. Movie had a budget of about four million dollars and made less than half a million. That's too total. much. This movie <laughs> made too much money. You want it? You want to hear too much? Thirty-five percent tomato meter and a thirty-nine percent audience score. Now that's too much. Those are both too high. of the cell. Hello? It's my pleasure. Wait, wait, wait. I, I can do better. Ted Riker is the best of the best. As your sales go, so goes the whole team's. He has style. Oh, 
attitude. There are at least 50 other companies out there we can be servicing. Ted, could I talk to you for a second? And a new protege. You know, I was number one salesman in my old job. What do you say that we have a little friendly sales competition this quarter? If you just give me a moment to explain to you how our company can help you. Well, it was working this morning. Uh, oh, okay, we're good. We're back. Hey. I don't think you're half the salesman you think you are. I was the number one salesman in Ohio. Here, I'm tied for last with Alvarez. You are pathetic. <laughs> how's, it, uh, how's it going with Jamie? He's an idiot. You're too angry. You're making me a nervous wreck. Yeah, uh, this is my fiance, Belisa. Hey. Hi. There's no limit to the problems a woman is going to bring to your life. We would have expected that you would have had at least one sale. <laughs> I think this belongs to you. Can you help me? They're part of the world. I wanted you to be the first one to see the DLX 179. Do you realize how much money we're going to make selling this thing? Where the pressure yeah. can break when you're you. Faced with a difficult task, you act like you cannot fail. The passion can seduce you. <sighs> Any guys seen Ted? No. no. <laughs> well, neither is Parker Plastics. He was supposed to close them today. They're our biggest client. I'm telling you, if we don't meet this quarter's projections, it's going to be sayonara for old John Boy here. When am I going to see you again? You're just going to have to wait. Beyonce's seeing someone. Who's your wife banging to keep your job? Ugh. Time is ticking away. Get about the business outlook. And you have to be on the outlook for business. Why doesn't Belisa love me anymore? I'm going to ask him to move out tonight. Belisa! So do you think we pay for our sins now or later? Michael Keaton. Brendan Fraser, Amber Valletta. The last time. Way too high. Now I'm going to start with the pros because that's that's a much shorter list that I have. Um, I just really like Michael Keaton. I, I think he's a good actor, even when he's being a dick. I think his like little character arc in here was actually like, kind of decent. Um, the first like hour, he's. Just a horrible fucking person. You know what I mean? Everyone in this movie is awful. Not one, not one person would I say, oh, you get a pass. No, everyone in this is just terrible. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, I mean, you're right. He gives a good performance in that. Like, it's the kind of performance where I will now forever think of this when I see him. Yeah. Like, I will never not remember how much I hated him in this movie. <laughs> I'm there too. And rightfully so. Because like he comes off and starts off the movie as such an asshole. And like for the first 30 minutes, Brendan is like our classic, like just, you know, not like dim-witted, but just bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like he's just definitely a Midwestern boy. Got a new job in the city, you know, kind of thing. Um, carries a little trophy around with him all the time. Which I thought was going to be a weapon at some point, missed opportunity, but I digress. I I really expected this movie to go a completely different direction. I thought this was going to be like Brendan becomes like you know becomes a better salesman and like you know melts uh, Keaton's heart of ice or whatever, and they just become good buddies who do sales. And but like no, this just step by step gets worse and worse. <laughs> I, I should have timestamped it, but it was when Brendan made a horrible racial slur 
where I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's, there's no coming back from this one. I, it was before that. There's a scene where just kind of out of nowhere, they're suddenly at a strip club and he's like, I, I don't know. I wasn't paying close attention to what he was doing at the strip club, but I was like, okay, yeah. like I've already <laughs> lost interest in what you're doing. And then the very next scene, just to dive fully into what this movie is about. Uh, Michael Keaton is sleeping with Brendan Fraser's fiance next to his passed out body, like full your next well, vibes. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're going for it. They're doing, they're doing no foreplay, just straight into the PNB. Mm-hmm. I, I hate this movie. I hate this movie so much. It's not. And like, it, it just, it, this movie took me, it's it's an hour and 36 minutes and so let me let me just <laughs> let me start off with that um it took me like three days and four watches total to finish it i uh, i don't know how you could do that to yourself extending it like that i can't well we all know i'm the one in this recording who has the most issues with mental illness so like it checks out for me he smells like band-aids we know he dresses like a cuban cab driver we know he exhibits nay flaunts proudly obvious symptoms of over half a dozen disorders you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy's pets feel the heat we know these things about ben chang like this this is my uh <laughs> i don't care if this is dark jokes this is, kind of fun. This is like my former self-harm you know what i mean <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like this movie is my 13th reason <laughs> oh no i'll say that quick I'll, I'll send that to my sister all the fucking time um who i know isn't listening to this so i can call her a stupid fucking idiot but no love her if she's listening natty but she's not um this movie was written and directed by michael kaleo who famously also wrote for the sopranos and by wrote for the sopranos i mean he wrote one episode he also didn't direct anything else after this movie and he should die in anonymity or anonymity whatever that word is i mean that, it's now 8 43 in the morning so i don't know words that feels a little harsh but yeah no nobody should die because of their participation in this movie like that oh, they, abs- they absolutely should everyone that, in this that's not something we support <laughs> everyone in this you hear me hollywood even daniel stern who was like the boss and like was like the kind of like one person who's getting away the whole time is like okay just like a stressed out boss but not like an asshole like whatever and then he drops like the cocksucker at the end i was like didn't need that <laughs> just fucking i like another. legitimately when I saw him, it was another case where I'm like, oh, this might be a comedy. Like, there's going to be some funny bits in here. They got Daniel Stern. <laughs> and it was like, this, this movie no. existed as a comedy yeah, drama. Yeah, was like, was the comedy? Yeah. What? Where? What? Everywhere. Everywhere. Comedy, drama, thriller. Oh, I don't really see thrillers. That's... I think I the last the... couple minutes <laughs> kind of can twist it. Into th- I hate when, like, I don't know, sometimes there'll be a movie out. I think another great example of this is um, Sorry to Bother You, where like the the genres that are attached to something kind of don't make sense until you finish the movie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, like I guess you could tack that on there, but this isn't like a selling point of this movie. Like, um, you know, Sorry to Bother You has has sci-fi attached to its name, which mm-hmm. it is not until the last. 10 minutes of sorry to bother you that that is anything and by that point i feel like it's it's not even like science fiction it's just surreal. at that point at that point you're on board or you're not yeah it's just I, it's just like an icing the icing on on the cake yeah is that the term icing on the cake? Yeah, sure 
<laughs> but, but like thriller for this i this movie is not thrilling so i guess okay yeah i i, I can see the thriller parts now so like in the last half when michael keaton and amber valetta are and i have i have a note about her as well so bear with me first i'll put a pin on that come back to it in a second where like sometimes they meet up and like they do like a scandal-esque shot where you hear like a camera shutter like there's being taken photos of and and there's one shot where she's walking out of like a coffee shop and he's walking after her and you hear and see someone take the photo from a distance like facing on and then the camera points that distance and there's not one fucking person to be seen with the camera not one <laughs> not one and I was like, why am I even paying this much attention to detail in this movie? <laughs> I was like, the, the effort. It, just, it was just non-existent. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm frustrated with this. Um, does anybody have anything else we want to talk about? This? Should, we, should we mention the, the kind of twist ending on this? Or Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about the twist ending, but I just want to because this has been bugging me ever since I watched it and then especially after watching um, Silent Hill the other night too I always got Amber Valletta, Diane Kruger and I think it's Rada Mitchell mixed up because I was just like three blonde women who were like in a lot of movies in the 2000s I, I, I guess, mean, I guess Diane, Diane Kruger is the most notable with National Treasure and Troy but like Amber and Valletta and right, like they all, they're all like interchangeable to me. I, to be honest, I don't know who any of those people are by name. <laughs> I know Amber Valletta because, spoiler alert, she's the uh, fuck. Why don't I, why can't I remember the name of the of the lady from it? She's she's the villain in Dead Silence. Oh, which I think we should do. I like Dead Silence. Let's just watch the James Wan movies. We've already done like fucking right, half We've of done them. the majority of them, yeah. We've done the majority. We just need Death Sentence, Dead Silence, and fucking uh, Aquaman. Oh, God. I always forget he did Aquaman. Oh, and Furious 7, uh, which the opening is very James Wan. Very much so. There's ghosts and slow camera movements. There's no ghosts. You know there's spokiness. There's a couple. There's a couple of the slow zooms where they're having a meeting and then like Dom pops up in the back of the shop and he's like, ready to go he does a slow zoom to zom it's fucking sick <laughs> and like it like it like pans past paul walker and kurt russell to fucking vin diesel fantastic a plus cinematography just oh love it but yes hey. trunks we should do a whole series on the fast and furious movies to be honest but... don't 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 give me hope <laughs> don't give me hope i would fucking you don't understand should i have done it I do decent research on here. I well, <laughs> we used to, yeah. used to for sure. Now I do like bare minimum, and you know what? It's fine. We get the listens. The people like us. It's okay. If we do Fast and the Furious, I'm doing deep dives. I'm getting every copy of like the DVD. I have the Blu-rays, but what I've noticed now, buying like older DVDs and stuff, and like Brandon Blu-rays. A lot of the older ones have like special features and things that weren't transferred over to the Blu-ray. Yeah. 
yeah, there's tons of material on old DVDs and even old VHSs that yeah exist only there. Like I keep seeing the Saw movies at like Goodwills and stuff, and like those DVDs were always packed with shit. Mm-hmm. But the Blu-rays I have like have nothing. Like it's just a movie. So I'm like the alternate endings, deleted scenes, like shit like that. I'm like, I want to dive into that one of these days. It's called <sighs> Saving the Planet, Joe. Using paper waste. Goon. Okay, well, I'm giving back to my community by shopping at Goodwill. What do you want me to do? That That's why you... <laughs> yeah. That's why you got to buy the Criterions. Listen. <laughs> I don't the have Criterion. Arrow. I don't have Criterion or Arrow money. Arrow is actually good... not too bad. I have, I have Goodwill money. <laughs> Which is fine. I have Goodwill money. I have Thrift Books money. There's a couple other places here. I have Cave money. The Cave in Sacramento. <laughs> Shout out. Just cave go to the money. cave. and yeah. Is this an actual store or is it just a cave? The cave is stack? an actual store. Oh, okay. The cave is an actual it, store. It's like a massive just, store. They were just talking about a, an actual cave that no, people the cave would leave DVDs in. This is, I don't know how many people will listen to us here in Sacramento, but the cave on Arden is pretty fucking sick. It's got records. It's got t-shirts it's got skateboards it's got movies it's got blu-rays it's got funkos it's got cds it's got fucking everything i'll have to go next time i come up and it, it's one of those places too where like you can sell stuff like secondhand but then they also have like new releases oh nice right there too um it's fucking sick i just bought a blu-ray copy of face off the other day for five bucks because i can't find that to stream fucking anywhere and i've been ha- having a firm hankering for face off well, i saw that on something recently Honestly, it's probably going to be uploaded on something and I'm going to be pissed because that's what happens when I, ever I, I fucking yeah. buy something. It's the best way to guarantee that something will start streaming is buy a physical copy of it. Like pay well, money also, for just that and it'll be free the next day. Side note, after we bought Con Air for the Voodoo I, and I watched it, I bought a dollar copy of it. Because <laughs> I, I mean, was like, Con, dollar, Air, Con yeah. Air fucking rips, man. That movie fucking rules. It looks like Face Off is streaming on AMC. Don't have that. Well, don't have AMC. That? I, yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about this twist? Because it kind of just, I, it, it was the kind of thing where, so there's this whole movie. I hate every character. And I'm like, why does this exist? Who cares about any of this? Like there is no redeeming value to this. And then the twist happens at the end. And I, it did, it took me a minute or two to be like, does this redeem this movie? Does this make like there be a point to this that like I wasn't aware of? And I was like, no, no, it's just a slightly interesting ending to something that was terrible. Uh, firm disagree, my guy. <laughs> this ending was so fucking stupid, so bad shit. And I was like, I, it didn't like, it just came out like the, the twist ending is that. Well, because then, well, how do we just describe it? Like the whole movie is like they're about like paper yeah. salesmen so or the, electronics, whatever. Yeah, the whole movie is about this sales team, uh, and throughout we keep hearing about this other sales guy that like that is kind of the reason Brendan can't make a sale for most of this. They keep being like, "Oh, we work with." I think his name was like Guzman or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it is because the name I have in my head is Luis Guzman, which that's just. Luis Guzman. Uh, Luis Guzman's on his way. Are you thinking of Laguza? Laguza. There we go. That's that's what the guy. Uh, the guy who likes fit Korean boys. Oh my god! 
oh, fuck everything about this movie. But yeah, so it, yeah. we get to the very end and we find out um, this guy we keep seeing that they all hate because he's like better than them has hired uh, Brendan Fraser's company to like target the head salesperson at all these different branches for this company and like bring them down. Yeah. So like the whole thing is a setup. Like uh, Brendan Fraser was purposely failing his sales and his fiance was purposely like sleeping with Michael Keaton to distract him from work. And like, I, and you just get this, like, they kind of point out that like they are doing like there's a guy they show at one point whose face is all like beat up and they say like oh he had like gambling debts or something like and Laguza's team like caused that and caused all this other shit yeah and it's just like they're all sitting at this like cocktail party and he's telling a story about how in Africa they kill elephants to preserve they kill the elephants yeah to save other elephants or something which was I like heard that story and was like no fucking way like there has never been a problem of too many elephants. I feel like, I don't know. Cisco, you don't know, know about animals. You, you've never been in a stampede, my guy. Wow. <laughs> have you? <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen Jumanji quite a bit. That's way yeah. too many elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little yeah. monkey boy almost got crushed to death. Oh my God. So um, when you cheat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't cheat folks. We're anti-cheating podcast. Yeah, but he's pretty much calling is what he's doing. Cause he says yeah. it's called the calling. The whole movie was cuck holding. Um, he's literally sleeping with his wife while he's passed out in the bed next to him they like if they had called this like the calling or something like the last time the name itself doesn't make sense for the movie this whole movie doesn't make sense there's nothing in this movie that feels like it's the last time like one last time yeah they didn't even have a catchy song to tie in with the word last time in it yeah you couldn't get the, the rights to Daft Punk come on man but i and then yeah there was that whole thing where like brendan was really depressed and then i didn't like that portrayal too because it's like oh if you're depressed you just want to die and want to fucking drive recklessly i was like oh no this whole movie just i had issues they had him go from like zero to 60 like on the like it was like oops i've been fired for like two weeks and i am walking into the company and everyone thinks i'm going to shoot the place up and then he comes back and he's like threatening to kill his fiance but yeah like jokingly like (sighs) then there's that whole subplot where he where he really likes his sketch class and then michael keaton looks at his books and like he's like a decent sketch artist and then the pictures get worse and worse and it's just like him drawing his wife's like decapitated head that's like die whore and i was like what is this like that bit I feel like is so played out, which maybe when this came out, that wasn't as much of a thing. But the like looking at somebody's sketchbook and it's full of like dark images, like like yeah, that happens. Like yeah. people draw some fucked up shit. That doesn't mean they're gonna kill people. Yeah, you wanna see my sketchbook? It's just a bunch of weird smiley faces and my name signatures a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm not a very good artist either. That's all it is. This is me always practicing my signature and I never get it right. <laughs> He, he always put it, wrong it right. <laughs> to my standards i guess he always messes up and puts an f instead of a k for his last name yeah because i'm always writing joseph fuck and i, I was just because like, i don't like how the joseph looks i started writing fuck you he writes joseph finkade <laughs> yeah man, that, that's my 
Damn it. That's like my that's like my fake name when I don't. I did it again. When like when like credit card companies call me, I'm like, no, you're calling you're looking for Joseph Kincaid. I'm Joseph Finkade. It happens all the time. <laughs> we have similar numbers. But yeah, and then the movie ends with the wife realizing, oh, she actually did have feelings for him, but it was too late. That's what I got out of it, at least, when she went to go try to see him. Yeah, pretty much. And then Michael Keaton's just like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to go back to teaching. Like, bitch, you didn't have tenure? He does seem to just, like, walk back into the school and be like, I work here again. He just walks in all smiles, carrying his fucking stack of books. Yeah. And, like, what school was that? Because I looked like fucking, I looked like USC. Uh, I mean, New York, so. Yeah, but the University of Southern California? They definitely implied that I think it was going to be, like, Oh, he did drive, and it did look it did look like he was. He did drive out, but like I think it's supposed to be like Yale or some shit. That's kind of what it looks like, California boy. But uh, I don't know if they were filming Uh, any of this. Filmed in filmed in New Orleans. Okay, and was filming right before Hurricane Katrina hit, and they all had to evacuate. (laughs) I read that. Sorry for So great if they just. (laughs) didn't come back <laughs> just the first day. yeah what's funny is i believe our next movie is also set in new orleans i think it is where i mean this is set in new york but yeah stay alive is is no huh mm-hmm. Which let's I talk stay really... alive yeah let's talk stay alive that is a much let's let's let's, let's let's get some let's get some brandon stats though bright-eyed and bushy-tailed into firm racist into alcoholic depressive I but Dude, all of that all of, it, all of it's all of it's uh, all of that snacks like yeah none of yeah. that's like who he is yeah like when bad boy Brendan comes out at the end with, with his slick back hair and his, his I hated the sli- I hated slick back hair hated I, he it's fucking the jacket is cool the character he's playing then is the same character in Dudley Do Right when Dudley comes back and he's like oh I'm the bad guy now yeah he's like, actually the bad guy <laughs> no Dudley Do Right's a hundred times better than this um, maybe sure. I like I like Deadly Do Right, but yeah, no, his his character in this movie, he he's obviously smart. He can do. I mean, he found out my boy liked Korean boys. That he was does so, such an unnecessary like little. Well, I mean, he had to prove that he's he's like, if I don't get my money, I'll release your secret. Because that man's face it's just turned still, white. It's like, so like fucking insane. The way he said, like he dropped, like he says that very loudly. Like the whole party, I feel like hears him say the Korean boy thing. I, I, I think, but, like he, I think I it think, only registers for the guy who knows. Yeah, I think it's supposed to register. Like, hey, I, I'm telling everybody, but I'm not telling it's you unless you don't pay me. Then I'll let yeah. everyone know it was you. All right, but Just, you know, it's yeah, a classic, so classic bad boy move. He's like, so, so he's a, he's a bad boy, if you will. He's yeah. a smart bad boy. He's just a terrible person. <laughs> I, I feel like I say this on all They're the all episodes. I just I want I want him to die. I just want everyone in this movie to fucking die. You know what? Yeah. No, this movie yeah. is my thirteenth reason. You're hearing it now. Oh, oh the last funny. time. I'm just gonna write an email to this director, and all I'm gonna say is you did this. Oh God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Cisco, give us the give us the the. Give the synopsis. BBB Stay Alive. Uh, directed by William Brent Ball. Uh, written by him and Matthew Peterman. Stars my boy McBoyle. My boy Frankie Muniz of 
Big Fat Liar, Agent Cody Banks fame. It was a band called King's Foil. You, you know Frankie Muniz, the drummer. This, this man's been in everything. How many Agent Cody Banks movies were there? Two? Yeah, two. Uh, came out March 24th, 2006. Runtime of 86 minutes. Budget $20 million. Made money. $27.1 million. So, you know, we're back on the, the money rolling chain besides uh, last time. Hold, hold on. Hold yeah. on here for a second. This movie had a $20 million budget? Yes. Jesus Did you not fuck. see all the full oh. video games they created yeah. for this movie? Did you not see the technology? Tech, tech, no, I can't even speak. Uh, I, okay. The, the <clears throat> video game technology they had. It was. We'll, we'll get into it. But yeah. yeah. Stay alive, baby. Fucking <laughs> jerk. Why did that get me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Good synopsis. I love it. Movie about video game. Video games kill people. Bad CGI and Frankie Muniz. That is Stay Alive. Play this new game, man. Yeah? Seriously, it's creepy. Hello? Stay alive? Never heard of it. Yeah, this could be nice. Sweet Sebastian Bach, I want to play. Mill, you signed in yet? I'm here. All right, let's boot it up. The name of this game is Stay Alive. We don't know much else other than we're not supposed to have it. Whoa. Did you guys feel that? Hell yeah. Oh, what's that? What's that? Damn it, man, she got me. Some, some, some woman man hey somebody out there miller who are you talking to man you play the game too long you know you start seeing stuff hello miller died the same way he died in the game this can't just be a coincidence i think you're right serious man listen to yourself don't you get it? If you die in the game, you die for real. Anybody out there? Thank you, Munez, who... Because uh, there's not much more you can say about this type of movie. <laughs> as, as the DVD box slogan says, that's sitting over on my, you know, record shelf right now. You die in the game, die you die game. for real. That is something, I, that is like a benefit I will give this movie. Like that concept was so easy to sell. Like yeah. it made sense right away. Like, oh, there shit. Is, well, yeah, of course. Because I mean, when, when did the ring come out? That was like early 2000s. 2003, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's pretty much the same concept. Just like the cursed kind of cursed you know. thing. Yeah. Well, this movie actually has five taglines according to IMDb. Ooh. And honestly, they all kind of rule. So the ones on the DVD is you die in the game, you die for real. Uh, which is the other true. one? Yeah, it is true. If you die in the game, you do die for real. That's the whole fucking point of this movie. Wait, did no, right, did no, you right, not no, watch this? I would say, I, was, I forgot that because there's one part where the, <laughs> the main villain cheats and 
and kills Frankie Muniz's character, but I yeah, and like his character dies in the game, but he, he does because he falls because he was in the rose because he was in the rosebush. Yeah. Oh my god! The, the other tag the lore built into this yeah. is phenomenal. By the way, I'm. Oh, it's good lore. Evan Goldberg. This movie it. has yeah. Oh, and Evan Goldberg. Yeah. Another one. And uh, Milo. Milo Kilip. Which I didn't realize he's he's the first dude. He's yeah. he's the first the first. Cameron dude. has his last name. Yeah. This is us guy. Yes. I think you if, mean the guy from Heroes. Yes. Sure. If you play, you'll never see the light of day. Not the best. Yeah. Play sure. it to death. Short and sweet. I like that one. This one's good. The only thing you'll lose in this game is all caps. Your life. <laughs> but my favorite of the five is it's a game of life or death. Or it's it's the game of life and death. Dot dot dot. Okay. Pretty cool. This, this is a movie. Work. Now I'm gonna shout out Cody a lot because um, this is a Cody recommendation. I, I feel like this he... is just this is just one that like when we would like go to sleep, like hanging out or like at sleepovers, whatever. Like this, we would just like turn this on, like it would just be on in the background. So like I remembered um, Sophia Bush's death, where she's hanging upside down and gets her throat cut. I remember a couple of like the other like decent set pieces and kills but i think this is the first time i fully sat down and watched all the way through and to be honest kind of ahead of its time because i know like i don't know like when online gaming first became a thing i guess kind of for a while but like in 2006 i don't even think that was like a big like that's where i give my to the sega dreamcast the first one to do it ahead of its time the dreamcast the sega dreamcast was, was like the first one to to offer online it's a very limited game, one of the most fancy star online, but unfortunately, because of the previous sales from the previous generation, my boy Sega Dreamcast did, didn't do so well. But that was the first, and then PlayStation 2 came and did it afterwards. Slightly better. Yeesh. Which, there is a PlayStation 2 in this movie. Okay, this movie. So, it seemed like you can cross-play this game on... Like oh, yeah, PlayStation they, and then the laptop. They made this game. This if, if this game was real, this would be like the most ahead of its time game. Like you can use it on any platform you, you want and just continue the fucking story. There's no I think they're screen. generally playing it on computer, but they are using a PlayStation controller. Well, some of them have a laptop. Yeah. Yeah. But they were playing I, on the big screen TV, which I don't know if HDMI cables existed back I, then. I mean, there were ways to get stuff on big screens back yeah, then. But, but then the same thing, there was like five people playing on one screen with no split screens. It was like all all together. Yeah. I, yeah. You could it was voice activated, like my boy Frankie Muniz's character. What was his name? Uh Squint. Swink. Swinks. Squeeze. Squeeze. Yeah. Splooge. At the end, movie? just continuously calls this woman a bitch. <laughs> He's like, you bitch. Is this the movie that made him quit acting? Cause I would do. This wasn't this wasn't the right movie for him. And they just typecast him as like some small little nerd. Yeah, which is interesting because like I feel like everyone else in the movie worked as they were like archetype type characters, you know, textbook horror. Okay. People they're gonna pick off. But like Frankie Muniz like was definitely out of place like the whole time. So just as a uh, point of reference, World of Warcraft came out in two thousand four. 
So at okay. this time, multiplayer okay. online stuff was real. Was real, okay. Um, but I, they are kind of showing off something that feels much closer to like modern kind of Call of Duty mm-hmm. style multiplayer. Which at that time, I mean, Halo would have been around as well. So it wasn't good too. Uh, um, yeah. The Xbox was coming out, just like shooting yeah. those little zombie freaks that were popping out everywhere. A little bit of House of the Dead in there too. A little bit. I so at the very beginning of this, um, when there's kind of the, the cold open where you see uh, this other guy and his roommates get killed. Uh, there's a moment there where he's on a phone call talking to the main character, and he he mentions um, Fatal Frame, which is another like classic horror uh, video game. And I like for a split second got really excited, thinking we were getting into something that's basically like scream for video games uh but then after that point they make no reference to any like existing video games ever oh, again God, that would have been so better if like other were different yeah. video games not just the made up i well i don't know even if they just kind of spent some of that time talking about horror video games like giving that, that a cool. bit of a yeah. light like kind of the same Evil, yeah silent hill like even if it was just one of the characters is obnoxiously mentioning them like I would have been on board. That would have given me the vibes that like uh, Scream or even Urban Legends, or even does. just like that that goon Jimmy Simpson would have been like, "Oh, this is like House of the Dead." Like while they're shooting, like, exactly, you know, something like that, which like, could have been fun. But this movie never had a chance to be as smart as any of the movies we've mentioned in the past two minutes. Yeah, has no hope. Even though this this writer and director has gone on to write and direct. I don't want to say one of my favorite movies, but absolutely one of the best and most fun batshit twist endings to a movie I've seen in fucking years. Separation? No, I've wanted to see Separation, but I just I, I've heard it's boring. The boy? The boy. Oh not, not not the boy, not Brahms, the boy too. The boy, the first one. I also did. Wait, did I see this one? Oh, he's doing a he's doing a sequel to Orphan. Why is that gonna? Why is that he also did the Devil Inside, which I can't remember which of the oh. Exorcist movies that was. Uh, let let me talk about the Devil Inside, and I think if I go back and listen to previous episodes, I can find it, but I just don't want to do that. Um, Devil Inside, historic. I'll say this too: Devil Inside, a January horror release, which historically. Not a good not sign. A good, not a good time. Not a good sign. Only two January horror movie releases will I sign up on, and that's Scream 2022 and Paranormal Activity, the marked ones, aka Paranormal Activity in Spanish, as as the streets call it. L you know? Paranormal Activity. L. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, only those two. But yeah, the Devil Inside fantastic runtime i think it's like 70 something minutes super short the ads for it and everything the marketing was like super good hella creepy at a certain point in the movie it just stops yeah that movie screen screen goes to black and it's just like if you want to see how this ends go here to this website and i don't like i i can still hear the audience reaction in the theaters in that theater. Cause it was a packed. I went like on a Friday or Saturday night, like horror release, always the best time. 
And I know some people don't like seeing horror in a crowd because like people will talk, whatever. I love seeing horror movies in a packed audience because I love seeing and hearing people's reactions. I, it's That's why seeing on, Men was fucking wild. <laughs> I was going to say it depends on the type of horror movie because like something, you know, like crappy is going to be fun in theaters because everyone's going to be on the same page. Yeah. Like people will be laughing or crying or screaming or whatever at the at the right moments, but I don't know something like if you see like the witch or something in a theater and you have the wrong crowd, that movie's could be ruined. That was me when I saw the witch the first time. It was very it was very polarizing for for the people I was with. Um, but stay alive, baby. One of two video game horror movies released two thousand six. The other one being Silent Hill which I just watched the other night for the first time all the way through. Kind of boring. I I like the first Silent Hill. That's one of the first horror movies I watched the whole way through. Oh, shit. Uh, and a like, we were getting to a scene where there's kind of like fire involved uh-huh. uh, just as the fire alarm went off in our building. And this was like freshman year of college. And I was like <laughs> freaked out enough. I was like, no, everyone, we have to go outside right now. We're leaving. Like the fire alarm's going off, even though the fire alarm went off all the time and it was never a fire. <laughs> that that just reminds me i don't mean to spoil anything but i just watched jackass 4.5 this morning and there's a bit where they're doing some like man on the street jokes with like irving so johnny knoxville is the old man and like this this like they're pranking this new caretaker they got him and he's like hey you want to have a little fun and then johnny knoxville pulls the fire alarm outside of a building and people come running out and the first couple of people are like I'll say this, dressed. <laughs> and then the last wave of people were just like a bunch of naked old dudes. <laughs> they were like, what's going on? What's happening? What's all this? That's funny. And, and the whole time everyone's like, I didn't pull it, he did. And like, who here believes me? And all the fucking naked dudes raise their hand. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Let's stay, stay alive, baby. Did you both watch this on the voodoo? Yeah. Cisco? Cisco didn't watch Cisco. it. Cisco? <laughs> you stupid bitch! You filthy slut! Did you fuck with me? Let me ask you this, though. When you paid for it, idiot. Cody paid for this one. He did pay for this one. But, and I think the one on the Voodoo is the unrated version. Damn. Is I that the one you got? I actually honestly don't know, because... I looked up how to watch it and it said Tubi. I was like, okay, Tubi, but I don't have, I don't, I don't use my Fire Stick anymore since Cody got me this. Oh, well, I bought it, but he ordered me the PS5, so I've been using it. Uh-huh. I was like, great. I only have like three video apps on here. Yeah, they're none, none of the views. So I look, I went to Amazon. It was because you know how sometimes Amazon will be like other ways to watch it. Yeah, but it didn't have any options, so it just said three ninety nine. I was like, uh, I was like, I, I got, I got, a, I got a lot of overtime these past three weeks. I can afford three ninety nine. God damn it, Cisco. And I regret it immediately. I mean, we all watch this in a different way. Because didn't you watch it on DVD? I watched it on DVD, yeah. I, I like that. I like um, that. Okay, I'm also kind of a firm believer that horror movies are scarier when you watch them on physical media. There's like there's like a like a cursed aspect of it. Because if you're watching a horror movie on like Netflix, HBO Max, whatever, you can just clear it out. A horror movie, you have to physically put into that machine. It's like menacing, like it's there. And the only reason <laughs> you're getting it, you're, you're taking it out is because um, 
you're getting up there and, and doing it. Cisco, that fucking sucks because I think you watched the PG-13 version. Okay. I So the one on the Voodoo says it's PG-13. Did both of your movies have two cops or was it just one? Two. There are two. There's the white dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, the one who gets cut off I, the again. He gets killed, but do they show it in the unrated version? They just kind of show the car. They don't like show what he looks like after he dies. <laughs> yeah, they show in the unrated version. Oh, well, they don't. Fuck. They don't. They don't show it. But you see him in the car, and you see him, um, like being like you see like the thing in his mouth, and sort of, and then you see like the blood splatter on the window. Yeah, I think in the version I watched, it was just like an exterior, and I think you see it kind of shake and then blood splatter. Okay, but you don't see the things in his mouth ever. No. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Now I want to see that. I'm trying to find that on the internet now. Yeah. The uh, when when this movie had its bursts of gore, and it's like when it when it leaned into the violence, it was it was fucking sick. But it never it never really went full full gross. I guess you could say. I so I kind of threw out this like outside of the concept that you die if you play this video game. The video game seemed fucking awesome. The video games are fucking cool. Where you kind of just get dropped in and you have no like there was no direction given. You're just exploring and trying to survive, and you have like a group of people. Like it's fun. I had a lot of like. Yeah, and if it could be something where it's kind of procedurally generated, you have to find something different every time or whatever. Like the game looked dope. Because I mean, that's the games I pretty much play now are like horror horror survival games on my laptop. Mm -hmm. I got a couple of those. I just finished the Miles Morales game, so I'm gonna probably dive into one of the horror ones. Oh, here I found the picture. Ones next. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that wasn't in our version. You didn't see that, Cisco? It sucks. Pay what a dollar more to see that? Yeah, <laughs> but, I did see this guy though. Yeah, I saw my boy Pig Mask. That was oh that was a fun little bit at the beginning. So you do see that, but you don't see his ass, right? The already version, you see his full ass. You see full thrust. Oh, I don't remember. You would remember. He has a very white ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no the. This, this movie to me did feel its length because the director's cut is 100 minutes. So it's an extra 15 minutes longer. Oh, wow. Um, and some parts there I was like, could be, could be 15, cut, but like 15 minutes of butt shots. Pretty much. There's like this weird scene where this woman gets naked at the end, too. I was like, I unnecessary, but all right. Oh, because they were about to kill. Um, Honestly, this woman, the lead in this, Sam Marie Armstrong, huge crush on her. Massive. Anna, so is she the one Anna who gets... from the OC? For all you, for all you, for all you uh, Seth and Summer heads out there, sorry. Anna was the original manic pixie dream girl that Seth should have been with. All right. That's all I'm going to say about the OC on this podcast. Very strong feelings about that show. Very strong feelings about that plot line. Love this woman. It's also famously in the Daniel Powder's Bad Day video. Wait, so 
in the unrated version, she gets naked just for no reason. Okay, somebody else does. It's someone else. It's like the woman, like it it was like the embodiment of the ghost because she was being hung up to be drained of her blood so she can bathe in the blood of her victim, like the woman in the movie. Or was that a plot line they added to the unrated version? I they I mean she does get like strung up, but they don't really go into details on it. Like she she was about to start getting sliced, but then she wasn't. Didn't that happen to that first girl? Didn't they yeah. string her up? She strung up all the girls, right? For most of them. Pretty much, yeah. I feel like then, there's I don't definitely... think you see. I don't think you see any blood in the Sophia Bush death. I think you just see blood splatter on like a curtain, right? No, I saw a little blood drip, but not too much. Oh my god! Because in the R-rated one, like you, she gets fucking drowned. I... Yeah, you just you see a slip. You saw you see a little bit of blood, and it just drop, like pans out to her body just flopping down, like she lets her body go. Oh no! This one lingers for a minute. I they love paid fifty cents more for it. You should have. You should have. <laughs> I again, like the the lore they kind of build in this video game. Like you get bits and pieces of it, I, but there's so much kind of going on that, like, I don't know. Like I, I was into this. Like I was kind of stupid into. I was into, into it, this. but then there's times too, like, because um, what was the main character's name? John Foster's character, Hutch. Uh, yeah like he spends most of the time saying like oh you know well when he figures out like you know the video game is the reason we need to stop doing this and then when the girl october actually does research he's like what are you talking about like he gets mad that he's like she's <laughs> I, like supporting his theory. He's like dude she's on your side that's true he like she comes in and was like hey i found lore that explains what yeah. like the video game is about and how we can do this and he, you're right he he shits on her he's like he's shut, like, shut up. up he's like what are you, you don't know about, about video games <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. But I think that was a sign of like the 2000s and mid-2000s. Like everyone just had to be like snarky and rude. Yeah, definitely. Oh, every everyone in the 2000s was just a firm little bitch. Yeah. Honestly, what, what was the best movie that came out in 2006? I mean, I'm just going to say this. Beauty <laughs> in the Water came out in 2006. Never mind. That's a good movie. This movie, no, this, this movie kind of... Not sparked. I wouldn't say reignited because I don't think this was ever I think it did a, a flame, a flame that was in me of just like video game based horror movies. Like I said, watch this. And yeah, like I'm not going to say this movie's good. It's not a good movie. It's got a shit ton of plot holes. A lot of questions unanswered. Weird pacing, but like it's still fun. This, yeah, is a firm, this is a firm two and a half star movie that I will gladly rewatch at any point, like, like in the background. Mm-hmm. There's some good shit going on. And then, like I said, um, watched Silent Hill the other night, the new Resident Evil movie that came out last year. Raccoon City? Brilliant. Fucking love Raccoon City. I still need to watch it. Movie rips. But then <laughs> there was that other one, which I heard wasn't great. Um, on Netflix called Choose or Die. That's another oh. like video game, like kind of like based horror movie. Maybe I'll watch that today. Now, Joe, I know you've seen Monster Hunter. Would you say that one's a horror movie? Monster Hunter? Or is it a kaiju movie? I'd say it's and are kaiju's horror movies. I'd say it's kaiju with horror elements. See, right, you know, those games aren't particularly horror they're not, focused. They're not horror focused. They're all just like mo- like hunt like hunting monsters, gathering supplies, farming. Yeah. Because what I in the movie yeah. it looks like it because it's obvious it's the resident evil people right yeah yeah but that whole like cave in the dark scene 
was it like a decent horror sequence? I did not like Monster Hunter. I did not like it. Hey, it's <laughs> the, the game. So yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, Tony Jaws doing something new. Like, I should get excited for that. And then yeah. I remember everything he's done since, like, The Protector has not been good. <laughs> <laughs> he had, like, two amazing movies back to back. And then, like, starting right away with the sequels to those, even, it got bad. And then everything else he's popped up in, I have. I have not been a fan of. Some people just blow their load a little too early. I well, and I I actually think a lot of what he does now is um <laughs> like stunt work for other movies where he's kind of like a stunt coordinator, like yeah. you know, martial art kind of coordinator. I because like his fighting style is fucking great. Like I go watch people get Muay Thai elbowed all day. Like <laughs> That should have happened to uh, Michael Keaton and Brendan. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that movie needed. It was a little bit of Tony Jaw popping in and just throwing elbows, beating everybody up. This movie needed it. Um, speaking of throwing elbows, Stay Alive was a ten percent critic score and a fifty-five audience score. So, I'm good with the fifty-five. A little high, but yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to get out of bed to argue it. I'm, I, I'm looking up the. Uh, oh, go on, Trunks. Because oh no, I was just going to say like I I get why people would rate it low but it, i feel like it, exactly like joe keeps saying it's like yeah clearly this is not a great movie but it is fun like this is yeah. just my first time watching this and i will gladly watch this again like mm-hmm. anytime yeah. yeah it's not scary it's nothing nothing overly crazy about it but yeah it, it, yeah a couple of like reason. jump scares and like they do like the screeching violin when you see something in the back kind of thing like with very very much product of its time okay. the, the one thing that bugged me though is they alluded to Hutch having a past, like with his family dying, him being afraid of fire. That was so unnecessary. And it really didn't do anything until like maybe the end after he killed um my girl, the The Countess. The Countess, yeah. And then like he burned her and he's just like sitting in the corner. I was like, eh. I feel like the they set that up, that final scene they set up wrong. He lights the fire with no problem and then is like freaking out and can't escape. It should have been much more like he is so traumatized he can't light the fire exactly yeah because like when or even when she was having a cigarette he was like oh i uh, know or when my boy pulled out the 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 lighter from the bag yeah he like had a flashback but i was like yeah that time he like maybe said adrenaline but it just felt like a weird he's never really dove into that besides the cop mentioning something Mm -hmm. there's one shot where you see him he's in the bathroom or something like looking in a mirror and he has his shirt off and you can't see his like shoulder is burnt like he's got burn scars which like I thought that was a decent a level of like, oh, okay, like explaining the backstory. But I, I agree for how much they kind of lean into that kind of ridiculously. Like him freaking out when someone lights a cigarette is a bit much. Yeah. But uh, for that, and then he can at the end is so able to just be like, oops, I lit a massive fire. Like I prepared for it and lit a fire because mm-hmm. he like poured gasoline and shit around. Like, yeah, he just sees like he forgot <laughs> his trauma for a second. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they filmed that and then like halfway through like the the fucking food crafts kid came up and was like, isn't he afraid of fire? And everyone was like, fucking damn it. God damn it. Where's the writer? We need some rewrites. We need to fucking do this. Now, um, I'm looking up the trivia on IMDb right now. And so I'm going to throw out a couple and then we can can wrap this up. Um, Yeah, Brendan might be smart, but I don't think he's smart enough to survive this fucking game. I'm calling I feel, it out. that man's dead. Yeah. 
I don't know if we want to dive into that conversation. I, I have firm opinions on this. Okay. So. Great. 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 Um, this is technically Disney's only slasher film because this was released by Hollywood pictures, which was a Ooh. Disney company. Oh, wow. Ben Foster was originally going to play Hutch who Ben Foster, fantastic actor. Um, but then gave the role to his brother. I didn't know Ben and John were related, but makes sense. Cause they kind of look alike. And yeah, if Ben Foster was in this movie, it would have been elevated more. He would have, he would have done more with this role. I mentioned House of the Dead a couple times, and the mansion that appears in the video game at the beginning of the movie is literally a carbon copy of the one from House of the Dead. I that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the the amount of in world video game stuff they show. I like if someone were to say like which kind of sounds like they might have that they just went to the developers of something like mm-hmm. house of the dead and be like, can you do this and just use existing property like yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah. When Joe mentioned house of the dead, I immediately was like, that's actually the vibe I was getting. Mm-hmm. It's very, very much like that. Speaking of which too, like they, they go check out this lady's house. And then first of all, Frank, like Frankie Moon's character tells him like, Hey, go to the back door. He's like, I don't know what that is. Like, you don't know what the fucking back door of a house is. It's like, the back of the fucking house. let me tell you, let me tell you this. You want to know how a house works? There's a front, yeah, two sides, and there's a fucking back, you dumb bitch. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think they did it to set up the point that Frankie can, like, everything's the same on the video game, but then he leaves him outside. Fucking this house is like in the neighborhood, and there's a gigantic graveyard in the backyard <laughs> of this, yeah. like, fucking suburban neighborhood, and then a fucking watchtower. It's like, you didn't see the fucking watchtower when you guys pulled up. I, it, took, it takes them a little too long to recognize that the house they're in is the house from the video game it's like you've played the video game enough you should know the layout yeah. of this house you should walk up and instantly be like oh fuck i recognize this yeah, i'm gonna go back there yeah like she went all the way upstairs and like gets to that room and sees the like cabinets before she's like oh i know where we are because <laughs> that was that was really fucking cool too how they introduced it as frankie Muniz was like kind of controlling him like in the game and like directing him where to go like i was like this is that was interesting. I kind of wish they would have dove into that a little bit more. I, I, yeah, I liked that too, especially because, um, like, there's the part where he like drops a crowbar or something. He's like, there mm-hmm. should be a crowbar there. And he's like, oh, there is. Like, yeah. I thought that was. Cool. There's some stuff where, like, how yeah. he had a key. He's like, oh, I'll open it so the door should be unlocked. I was like, uh. yeah, that was, was like, cool. Uh, but was the weird. part I really like is when, um, the I can't remember her name, but the the last girl who's still alive is like getting Abigail. attacked. Abigail's getting attacked upstairs and like when you see it in the real world there's like nothing there she's just kind of freaking out and being pulled against the wall and yeah. you tell like something's happening but then frankie muniz runs in in the video game and you can then see like oh the the like main villains there and all these like tiny scary girls are holding her so it's i liked that there was kind of like i don't know it, it's like the video game allows you to see the ghosts or whatever that are attacking yeah matrix style Mm-hmm. Very much major stuff. All right, last last two bits. Steve Zahn was originally going to be Miller, but they cast Whoa. Adam Goldberg in the in the last second, which could have been fun. I would like to see. He fit the role well, but he fit that role well. Steve Zahn. I love me some Steve Zahn, though. I do too. Steve Zahn could have done um, Frankie Muniz's character better. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah. Or even like probably could have done a Jimmy. Jimmy Simpson's character as well. Yeah. yeah. Could have done McBell. Although I wouldn't 
Oh God, he's so annoying without this him. Fucking movie. I, as he always is. Is is, is, is this rule that he always has to have a, like a wife beater on? Yeah, it's in his contract. It's interesting because they didn't sign that contract for um, Unhinged, but he did get stabbed in the eye with a fork. <laughs> he, he was older now, so you know he yeah. grew out of his tank. He got out of his. And then, did you guys watch um, Unhinged? Yes. Uh, no, there's an episode of Black Mirror <laughs> that he's in. Uh-huh. I think it's one of his best like performances. I've I've heard that he's great in that one. Like it's, it's actually like him really fucking good. I seen one Black Mirror episode. I I mean, the first of all, watch, one? watch Black Mirror. All of Black Mirror is great. Um, but yeah, it's like they kind of sold it as like, oh, there's like a Star Trek thing that's happening. And it's kind of video game based, but it's really funny because like as soon as the game turns off, you still see everybody who's in the game and they all drop out of their like Star Trek characters. And whenever he does it, it is like the best bit. There's a part where something like terrifying happens. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He's just like, just completely gives up on life in that moment. Last one. RIP Entertainment Weekly. Got a letter in the mail saying, hey, even though you have a subscription. Yeah, I had a subscription to Entertainment Weekly. It was a T-Mobile Tuesday deal. I kept renewing it every year. It was only like a dollar per year. Excellent. No wonder they went out of business. <laughs> they went out. They, they stopped doing physical prints. So I'm like, God damn it. So in 2006, Entertainment Weekly gave this a D minus rating for the theatrical release. As it but should. yeah, as they should. But they re-reviewed it for the director's cut and it got a respectable C plus rating. Oh, mm. see, it shows what like people have been wanting R rated horror for a long it's time. Like, this was PG thirteen like, horror. Like they wasn't... were <sighs> PG thirteen horror is is done well only a handful of times and only by James Wan. Correct. <laughs> no. What did James? Wan... Oh yeah, the Insidious. I was thinking Michael Flanagan. Mike oh, Mike Flanagan, Flanagan, Flanagan too. Yeah, for Ouija. Um, yeah, because they were they were pushing this for an R rating, but then the studio was like, "No, PG thirteen. Like we're still Disney." You know what I mean? But yeah, it is. I, what it is. I'm fascinated to see what Disney does with the new Deadpool because they've said it's still going to be rated R. It's still going to be all the same. But it's like mm-hmm. I can't imagine Disney's going to put that out. I <laughs> someone needs to just put push Disney over the edge on that one. I saw something where they're gonna they're gonna have it be something where it's all the same kind of like jokes and stuff, but all the swears will just be like censored, will be bleeped. Oh, and be then funny. Deadpool is gonna be fully aware of the fact that he can't swear. Like, or he'll be like, or he'll be like, what the fuck is this? Or he'll be the only one who can swear, but no one else can. No, he'll be like swearing and just like bleeping and being like every time, be like, why the fuck can't I swear? Just like, why does this keep happening to me? That, yeah, that'd be exactly. fun. That, that would be a good bit. So there's a good gag you can do in there. Yeah. Uh, which I I can see that's the direction they go. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I think that's all I got for Stay Alive. I, I recommend it. It's fun. Pass oh, yeah. the time. I would never put this on a list of like essential like no. things you have to go check out, but no. I this like kind of falls into that category of like ghost ship for me. Like again, not a movie I would go out of my way to recommend, but like I'm oh, not going to turn it off. <laughs> that's where you and I disagree, my friend. <laughs> I will recommend Ghost Ship any day of the fucking week. I ghost fucking love that great. movie. I I say I won't go out of my way to recommend that recommend it, but that's maybe the fifth time I've brought it up. I'll recommend Ghost Ship. I'll recommend Thirteen Ghosts. I'll recommend oh, Africa. Yeah. I'll recommend House of Haunted Hill. 
I'll recommend House of Wax. Any of the fucking Dark Castle movies, I'll recommend. That shit's fun, man. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Uh, dead. Death. Dead. Dead. Cisco, what, dead man. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I feel like he lives, but everybody else dies. I so I could see because he's smart. Like he obviously does his research. Like he was able to find out my boy's love for uh, Jesus Christ, Korean men <laughs> or boys, and he can obviously like. I mean, I wish we'd have got more of that, mm-hmm. Brendan. Obviously, it's just like the last ten minutes. I it's like I do. I feel like he, if he believes the game can kill you, and kind of commits to breaking that curse or whatever i could see him surviving i don't see him taking it seriously though no. i like i legitimately see him doing exactly what the cop does and just being like oh you're playing this stupid game let me see and he's like oh i died and then like 10 minutes later is just horribly murdered Head ripped his off. Card. Yeah. i feel like he wouldn't even pl- i feel like he wouldn't even play it he just would just be like what the fuck's this shit i feel like he would play it for research because he does his research yeah, and then, yeah, and like then he would then he would die I want him to die. There yeah, you do. Yeah. I, so maybe in that case, he would be more like the the people in the cold open who go in not knowing that like people yeah. have died playing this. Wow, it's really bad when I like the obnoxious cop who died more in Stay Alive than <laughs> than, than Any fucking character. anyone in the last time. I was like, really? I was like, he, he was just annoying too. Yeah, he was I, just a fucking goon, just talking I want all this shit everyone from last time to die it's funny though because like they they like were accusing um hutch of like being the killer but as like he had alibis like most of those deaths he had four alibis because they're like he's like he's like you live down here right that's a 10 minute walk and he's like because it's been like yeah i was with these six other people go ask them <laughs> yeah I, like, would... I was literally in a room full of people yeah <laughs> I and they feel all like told you we, we see that a lot in horror movies from this era. It's just like, oh, you keep being connected to all these deaths, you must be doing it. Like, same thing with Final Destination. The cops are like on him. They're like, if you show oh, yeah. up at another crime scene, yeah. I it's just like I which makes sense. Like from a cop's perspective of like trying to just find the easiest resolution to a series of murders it's like oh it's this guy who keeps showing up and saying crazy bullshit about a video game killing Mm -hmm. people i just uh, i don't know man i'm I'm glad because we've had weeks before where i've hated both movies um i'm glad i didn't hate both i'm glad i i'm glad i own this one i was very like because i watched last time first and then uh stay alive I did the opposite. I well, I always watch the Brendan first, so I can be yeah, watching the the exactly. horror. You know what to do with the context of what Brendan is, so I can already be formulating my my opinions. I normally do too, but this time I was just like something about the last time. I don't know why it's keeping me away. Yeah, well, now I know. Yeah, but um, yeah. So coming into this one after watching that, I was like, please don't let me hate this. And I was like, I'm. I was going and being like, okay, I'm pretty sure this will be bad. Like even you guys were saying it's not a good movie. <laughs> we were like talking. Yeah, about I, doing I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't say it's good. I, I'd say it's fun. I'd say it's very fun. I, so for me, passable. Yeah, for me, I e plus. If I enjoyed something, like if I enjoyed it, would willingly watch it again. I I can't say it wasn't good. Like, yeah, I. It has yeah. a lot of problems. It's. 
maybe not the well best thought out best like most creative movie like you know uh, maybe on a scale of art if we're thinking of movies as art it's not great art but it's no Pretty baby geniuses i'll tell you that Pretty oh, not great but what's wrong with baby geniuses you you are what's wrong with baby geniuses okay bitch check it out <laughs> when we do our training Busan baby genius episode see if i'll let you in a fucking room for that one suck my ass do the same thing i'm gonna watch some clips like i did for daddy take care Switch. daddy take care was good to- <clears throat> anyways <sighs> getting all riled up. i didn't have caffeine yet i have enough I know, in the morning. I know. it's too early what i did do and i'm gonna i'm gonna encourage our listeners to practice self-love i've been craving some ed- from some fucking eggs benny lately Ooh, hell yeah and i just could not sleep so i was like do you know what i'm gonna go on a walk around the capitol I'm going to get Denny's to go. Came back, had my little eggs, Benny, hit the spot. Now I desperately need coffee. <laughs> Might go out of my way to go to Dunkin' again. Who knows? God damn. Well, Dunkin', baby. I've this These past, like, two weekends, I've driven each morning, Saturday and Sunday, each morning to go get Dunkin'. I just, I, I was like. You're it's, living a life, buddy. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm not living. Here's the thing. I'm living a life. I'll say that a life I'm living is definitely, definitely livable, I guess you can say. But I'm like, if I can't fucking sleep, yeah, I'm going to get a good coffee. That's like $3. That's fine. There's a good world across the street. I'll probably pop in there too. See if they have any stupid shit. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So that was Brendan for this week. That was our mashup. Uh, did we ever agree guy. he dies? Yes. I'll He's say dead. he dies. Yeah. I, He's dead. I like even I. I could talk myself into saying he survives, but I, I don't want to. It's too yeah, early in the morning. I hated him and everything about that movie. So just let it all I feel, die. I feel like, yeah, honestly, they like, feel like they'd all be too busy trying to do their thing to realize that they're dying via video game. It's it's kind of like, it's just that, that scene in Halloween um, Kills when they're driving to the hospital and they see all the fire trucks go by and Jamie Lee Curtis is just like, let it burn. Let him burn. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about everyone. The last time. <laughs> let the them best burn. description of that movie. Ever. Let them burn. Uh, we're just Jamie Lee Curtis begging for death. <laughs> yeah. Which I was talking to Cisco before this, this could be said off air, but I'm saying it on air with her. Uh, I'll probably, Oh, Trunks, you're not even in San Diego. Never mind. Oh, no, I'm not down there. <laughs> Never mind. I'll, I think I'm going to go down there my birthday weekend and I might do a private screening and I might just get Halloween ends because it's the new Halloween and it's going to be out the same time oh, as my yeah. birthday. So. That's like October, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll so, go yeah. watch it by myself in theaters that same day and then we can all... I'll, all probably, do, I'll probably do the same shit where I'll watch like the night before. It's classic me. I did that mm-hmm. shit with Cisco with Candyman. Yeah, we did do <laughs> the same that's thing with Halloween. I was, was going to miss the screening because they put. Me. Yeah, and I, I really wanted to watch that with you. You do. You rent out a private screening for us down in San Diego, and then one for Trunks by himself up in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a screening with Trunks soon. I'll talk to you off air too. I'm going to be in San Francisco. Fuck, is say the twenty second? Yes. Damn, I'm actually going to go up there on the thirtieth. Stay the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll hit you up. Yeah, hit me up. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure some shit out. But um, yeah, that wraps it up for this week. Brandon dies. Don't watch The Last Time. Do watch Stay Alive. Preferably the R-rated or unrated version. Whatever. Whatever. The non-PG-13 version of it. 
Although, I recommend. If you watch the PG-13, I'm not going to lie. Passable. It's, it's passable. It's a good time. It's fun. I Knowing it's there fun. is a, a more horror version out there, I, I might try to hunt that down. But it, it, it matches up with me as like a movie like Freaky, where it's like a firm two and a half, but like very fun. Actually, no. I think I'm going to bump Freaky up to a three. Freaky, I rewatched kind of frequently. Yeah. It's just a good, a good way to pass time. It's got the... That's the one that's got the slur in it, right? Which one? Or the, the homophobic slur. Don't they say that at some point? In Freaky? Like right before the one bad guy dies or the like one bully. thought that was Freaky. Oh, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Because he was about to hook up with a gay character and he's like, oh, whatever. And then he gets a, a hook straight to the eye. Yeah, as you should. As you should, if you say homophobic slur. Boondock Saints? Oh, that yeah. whole movie is a homophobic slur. I don't. I, I'm afraid to rewatch that movie. Especially, don't they call the bartender fuck ass because he has fucking Tourette's? Maybe there's a lot of name calling. <laughs> and he keeps saying, and yeah, because because the bartender keeps going fuck ass. <laughs> fuck, and I might need to rewatch that and now. A cat, a cat gets horribly <laughs> shot. <laughs> I and I mean again as a firm Defoe stand, like that is. An over-the-top Defoe movie. He's great in it. He he's great. Is insane. I never and finished the second one. there was a one. firefight. Exactly. They exited out the front door. They had no idea what they were in for. Now they're staring at six men with guns drawn. It was a fucking ambush. This was a fucking bomb dropping on Beaver Cleaverville. For a few seconds, this place was Armageddon. Uh, there was a firefight! Okay, maybe I'll... I'm not going to do shit today. I'm going to get myself some coffee right now, and I'm going to come back and just fucking shower and watch movies all day. Good for you. That's on my agenda. Treat yourself. But, um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do next week. Probably another Frasier, because we have like 10 or so left, so I think we're just going to power just, through. Might as well just knock them out. Yeah. We're going to knock them out. We're just going to knock them. We're saving, we're saving the quote-unquote best for last, which is... <laughs> the mummy the mummy three eyes of the <laughs> dragon emperor whatever the fucking name of it is directed by rob cohen who famously directed the vin diesel film triple x who also famously directed the other vin diesel film fast and the furious maybe heard of it sorry did not direct fast and the furious that was justin lynn rob cohen directed the fast and the furious there we go i stand corrected by myself i correct myself anyways this was fun thank you for listening Enjoy the rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And if not, you can go fuck yourself too. But for the Horror Throwdown Podcast, this is Joseph Kincaid, producer Trunks, and Cisco Navarro signing off. Can we, can we not sign off by telling our audience to go fuck themselves? <laughs> Just once. Dreamcast was ahead of his time, people. It was we the can. future. You weren't ready we for it. How dare and you, you know what? If you didn't like Dreamcast, you can go fuck yourself. For the Horror <sighs> Throwdown Podcast, go to hell. <laughs> And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Hey, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! Don't do some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh.